theoretically possible. Why waste time? But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston press to ATO. Planet Earth, hello Quinn, how are you feeling today? Dandy. Dandy? Just dandy dan- like candy? Dandy like candy. Dandy like candy, and we are talking about something that we all experience, and it's a great feeling. It's about those W's, about those wins, but what also comes with those wins? And that's where it gets a little bit of an interesting conversation. It, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. We've talked about, you know, the the um the concept that we use a lot is like failures in the bank it helps you know, us push through tough times exactly say you know you get you get a failure and they can be little ones here or there you know something happens with the insurance something can, happens at work can we know? talk about one specifically yeah. we had one where we were stuck in downtown miami trying really hard to get back to our freaking hotel and just every uber and lyft was canceling on us we were trying to we were like all right let's try to get to the bus we run for the bus the bus just goes by Finally, we get home. We get we got our key card. We get into our room, and I'm like, "Here, I'll go grab dinner or something." And you were like, "I'll come with you." And the door shuts, and we left the key in the room. And then the front desk people weren't there for an hour, and the only thing that was open was Seven Eleven hot dogs. I mean, that's a pretty big failure. Yeah, we ended up having to wait outside in downtown Miami for. I mean, I think almost till midnight. It like was basically just waiting for the person to come back. And the adventures we, of John and Quinn. Yeah, that's for sure. We weren't <laughs> we weren't the only ones. There was a whole group of us just like chilling and waiting, I guess. But you yeah. know, things happen, and and that's that was one of them. But that week ended up not being a bunch of failures. It well, was a lot of a lot of wins. Oddly enough, I remember sitting on our car outside and saying, "Dude." Failures in the bank. We're definitely put them in now. We're going to get a win coming up soon. I know. I feel it. And we did. We got some major wins. That Would I go back through all that crap in order to get those wins? If I could go back and do it again, I 100% would. Yeah, it and, was worth it. Yeah, for sure. We didn't know what was ahead if after. If that's how life works. If that's how it works. This is just all theoretical, right? This is just our way of... One of one of the ways that we kind of cope, you know, cope and, and push through failures, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know what? This is temporary. These things happen. And why do they happen? They, they help you get stronger. They yeah. help you get stronger and ready for the wins. And I think that they really help with gratitude of the mm, wins too, yeah. of like, wow. Cause if you just got it handed to you, it doesn't feel as good to win. You know, mm. like no one likes a cheated game. People, yeah. if you're, if you're playing a game, you want to know that you won fair and square and right. everyone knows that you won fair and square. There was right. no tomfoolery with that, mm-hmm. you know? So, but I think the topic that we're, we're really focusing on today is kind of almost like the opposite of that exactly. in a weird way, the inverse, which is, cause we've done a whole podcast episode on failures in the bank. If you want to go ahead and check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, this, today's is more about when you get a win, what happens next? Yeah, well, does that mean that a failure is on its way? Because if we're going to say that a w- if you get a failure or if you put enough failures in the bank, eventually you're going to get a W. Does that mean, hold true for if you get a W, that means failure is upon us? And I here, I'll just give you my brain on it because I do think this is a very interesting uh, idea, specifically with entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship, you have to embrace failure if you don't embrace failure you're going to quit but if you embrace it and you just like you know this is a part of the game i have to fail in order to succeed i'm going to fall down a lot don't forget to pick up that rock and learn from that failure but keep moving forward keep running towards your goal aim for it and you will achieve it 
And because we chose, and I don't know how we could do any other lifestyle beyond always thinking entrepreneurial about future ideas and running towards innovation and progress and any opportunity that we think is worth our time, it's like failure is inevitable. We're going to go through them on and on and again. But because we never give up, the W's are inevitable too. And we believe that or else we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. But is it equally just as much of failures in the bank or when you get a W, appreciate it because that means, you know, enjoy this moment because it's not going to last and failures are still going to come at another point in time. And so it's like when you're getting, going through the failures, try to like damper them down as much as possible and push through them, learn from them always. But then when you get a W, embrace it, enjoy it, celebrate it, have that moment of reflection and being present and, you know, do that because you're, there's going to be failures in the future. You know, a hundred percent. I love, I love what you're saying. And I, I think like if we're breaking it down, like an equation, I don't, I don't know if we can a hundred percent say that after a win becomes failures, right? Because there's no, we don't, there's no quantitative measurement of yeah. how many failures will equal a win. This right? is very anecdotal and this is a conversation. There's no question about that. Yeah. I, there's actually no, I, I, I would put money on that. There is no scientific 100% generalizable understanding of mm. X amount of failures equals win. Oh, absolutely not. Right. Absolutely so not. there's, there's, there's no way that there's, there's just, it's too put difficult. Equation. Yeah. Right. So when we're saying, is there definitely going to be failure right after the win? Well, probabilistically, no idea. You might get two mm. wins after X amount of failures. Right. Right. I, I mean, I think that every situation is, is different, but well, in the end, what you were saying, I believe, is true, is that you have to accept failure regardless. Hmm. Um, and how long you accept failure will determine, you know, I think how big or how many wins. Because I, I think that a win, just like failures, mm -hmm. come in different shapes and sizes, right? So right. there might be a really big win or it might be a little, a, a very little win, right? Yeah, yeah. Just like there might be something that just oh man, the shipment that of the computer that I bought is delayed and I really right. was hoping I could use it. Okay, that's a little right. bit of a failure. Or, okay, good, it's coming on time. That's awesome. That's a win. Right. Okay, those are small. And, and so I think that the compounding of failures, really what it's doing is it's if you allow failure, accept it into your life acknowledge and, and it. acknowledge it and know that it's, it's inevitable, what that does is it, it allows you to help navigate through them towards the wins. Mm more consistently interesting because i, I just think like that it's thick about skin i think it's about persistency yeah it's yeah. about it's about getting yeah that it's grit. About acquiring grit for sure it's about not doing it for the wins but doing it for what comes with the wins right mm. it's not the win itself it's like what happens when you actually like what are all the things that you learned along the way not just from failures but all the other things that allowed you to like accumulate it up to that win right like uh, that growth mindset where it's not about like where you're okay with attempting to solve a puzzle, not because you just want to solve it, but because you are really appreciative of all the little things that it's like, hmm. you know, triggering in your brain. Like hmm, this is actually very fun, but so, yeah, it's not all about completing the puzzle, but the benefits that you gain from doing the puzzle. Yeah. I think it's about the lessons and the skills learned from both failures and wins. So hmm. I think honestly, yes, because I, I think failures and wins are on two ends of the spectrum, right? That's there's right. a duality there. Just like there's no darkness without light. We say that a lot. Wins and failures are kind of 
opposite, but then there's a lot in between, I think, but they Mm. are, they are entangled in a way where, you know, you either are one or the other, but you also could be on the path towards one or the other. And you just don't know that yet. And something Mm. could happen right Right. in between that actually makes what seemed to be looking like a failure actually into a win for whatever reason. right? Right. And so, yes, I think that after a win, you could probably predict that there's going to be a failure along the way. How yeah. big or small that failure is going to be, right. or is it going to be back-to-back wins? Hmm. I don't know. Well, see, this is where we're getting interesting, because I would say that as long as you are working ho- hard towards a difficult goal, you're going to experience moments of success and moments of failure throughout that journey. Like, I think it's inevitable. It's never a straight shoot. Like, I guess sometimes, like, some people get super lucky and bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Just like, room. room. All of a sudden, <laughs> you're straight at your goal and you've achieved it. But I think in general, it's it's a bumpy ride. And by when, when I'm saying, like, put failures in the bank, it's like, yeah, you're on this bumpy ride, but you're only experiencing these failures because you're still actively going towards this goal there's a reason like if we look at our whole journey of like getting stuck downtown and all that it's because we were actively pursuing opportunities the whole excursion was based on that and so in doing so you're gonna get some bumpy moments and then other times it's gonna be nice oh yes we got one so i do think no matter what failures and wins and i can't say this scientifically but i would say that's a part of life if you're going after big big dreams. Big dreams, big goals equals moments of failure and moments of Ws. Yeah, and even if you're not going after big dreams or goals, I think that that's pretty much the way that it goes as well. Here, I, now, now explain that a little bit because I think that's a little bit uh, – I, I agree, but I also think that it's not maybe less quantity of Ws and failures. Like, I don't what, know about that. Yeah, I, throw I, it to me. I, well, I just think like what? If you want to have a family and you have kids, like – Okay, that's a pretty traditional, normal path. Yeah, but, but like having a, a kid dream is a and big, a big goal. Right? Yeah, I know, but I, I would say that's pretty traditional. I, I, I think that maybe the vagueness of the big dream or big goal is the one that is the thing that's kind of throwing me off. I think that mm. life is full of failures and wins, and it's basically how you handle all of them, right? right. Because like, like what just happened? A, a really loud motorcycle just drove by, and you said, "Okay, vroom!" Like a, what <laughs> seemed like an annoying kind of you know thing that makes this podcast you know, um, <laughs> very <laughs> authentic as and real professional as it could well, be. Well, it's, we're not editing that. Yes. Okay. And so Keep that could seem like a small little failure because we're not going to edit that. Ooh, no, but you make the flaw into something really nice. Okay. Right. Like how can you actually change your perspective? Yeah. Yeah. Because like you want to learn from that. Obviously I can't control what happens outside. We live on a very busy road. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are sometimes sirens and stuff like that where we have to be paying attention to. But knowing the context of that, knowing what I can control, knowing what I cannot control, mm-hmm. I think has a lot to do with how people fa- handle failures, right? Okay. Like, so like things happen to us that, right. we, that are completely out of our control, right? And sometimes right. that is what leads to a failure or a win. Yes. You know? Yes. But in that, in that context, like what can you do if it is seeming like a failure to actually turn it around or mm. to learn the lessons and then, and then make it make it that much better for yourself. Yeah. Well, first part's acknowledging it. And I think that our way of coping or pushing through those failures is, okay, these are failures. What's learning lesson, throw them in the bank. Don't worry about it. Put it to the side. 
we acknowledge them, we learn from them. Now they're in the bank and just keep working. Yeah, I think that you have to also have a realistic understanding though of really what you can control and what is outside of your control, right? Because okay. I think you and me are more intrinsically motivated, right? So if there's something that goes wrong, we tend to reflect inside of like, what did we do? What can we do differently? Yeah. And there are others who are extrinsically you know, motivated where, or, or not concerned, motivated, well, not yeah. motivated, but like they really the set, world, tend to blame, you know, or external factors. Yes. So, but there's gotta be a balance. I don't think that it's good to be, um, one way or the other. If I mm -hmm. were to prefer, it would definitely be intrinsic for sure, but it's more than prefer. I think that's just who we are. Yeah. It's not like, I can, yeah, but I, I would say that there are, you know, there are certain there's a things, significant amount of people on earth. Well, there's an acceptance of things that I cannot control that you have to understand. Like mm. there are some things like a car accident that right. how could I have avoided that? Right. The like pandemic, the pandemic, like what is you, so even if you are trying to control because it's interesting because a lot of people who are um, more in internal mm -hmm. tend to really want to have more control. Yeah. Um, we're, I think, a different type of that where it's like mm. we actually yeah we we try to control or reflect on what we can control right. but we also understand that there is a huge amount that we don't and we kind of embrace that uncertainty and that yeah. chaos that occurs it's but like it, being on a roller coaster we're, yeah we're strapped in we're choosing to be on the roller coaster but you know it's a wild ride at times and we can't we're, it's not like we're driving the roller coaster down this no it's going to take us for a loop and that's where it's going you know what yeah I mean? yeah well, I, but i think that it's it's not healthy to just you know not be able to choose which roller coaster you're on either like just be mm. like well so someone will like you know god will let you know lead me the like the right path or or you know i just the universe is telling me to do this like okay mm -hmm. that's Okay, well, but for some people, that's that's what they do. Well, and you know what? That's one hundred percent. I respect all of that, one hundred percent. I would just say when things happen to us, right? I think it, I'm just basically the point I'm making is, you. It's important to have a healthy reflection and understanding of what was in, what is in your control hmm. and what is not in your control, hmm. and understand that there's only so much that you can do but learn from it, right? Like you can, like if you're in a brand new place, like we've gotten lost on the train systems, on bus systems, on all these places, like where we just, if we went back, we know we wouldn't get lost again, yeah. right? Yeah. But that was due to our lack of knowledge mm -hmm. and perhaps maybe just a very different system than what we're accustomed to. We can't just yeah. pull it up on our phones, right? So yeah. we had to kind of learn in the moment and we failed a lot, but hopefully the next time we go and we try to use the train system or the, the bus system in these other countries, mm -hmm. we'll be able to actually get to where we need to be and not get so lost. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but that's, that's learning from those failures, but I don't know how else I could have better prepared for that. You know, yeah. like sometimes the failures are such an important part of, of, you know, gaining knowledge in order to actually achieve those wins. Yeah. Well, I would say that that failure from that Europe trip, that was, even though it was our biggest failure, man, it was so exhausting. It was also our best story that we have from the Euro trip because yeah. we were constantly pushing through these insane hurdles and just trying to find any way possible to accomplish our goal. Yeah. And it didn't work out the way we wanted it to, but we figured it out. And I would say like when reflecting on that journey, there's filled with so many wins but i think yeah. that the but i, I want to go back to what you were saying because some people choose this lifestyle like us and it's not necessarily entrepreneurial but it is 
actively going after bigger goals constantly with a lot of heavy levels of uncertainty. Most pe- I would say most of our friends know where they're going to be living in four months. We don't. That's, that's for sure. We actually do not know where we're going to be living. And I embrace that uncertainty. But when we embrace it, I think it gives us a greater opportunity to go after something bigger than we can even imagine right now. But it also sets us up to experience a few bumps in the road, um, perhaps larger or more of them than those who have those types of uh, things figured out. Yeah. And so that's, to me, it's like failures and wins. It is inevitable just by being alive. But if you're in a more uncertain type situation, you're going to experience either bigger wins and bigger failures or more of both, more wins, more failures than the average bear. Yeah. An easy comparison would be um, Jimmy Bob. I just made him up. He's a nice guy. And he is fully retired and he lives in Hawaii, right? He's got, if he's fully retired, he wakes up, he reads a book, he goes down to the beach, he goes for a swim, he comes back, he has dinner. That guy's not going to experience, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say that every day is just like a win, win. It's just he's experiencing very few W's and very few Yeah, peaks and valleys. It's kind of, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just kind of flat. Yeah, perhaps. well, I think that, you know, people do, there are a lot of people out there who don't really embrace, the, they don't want the peaks and valleys. They want it to be more stable, right? Yeah. And that's okay. That's 100%. No, I think, I think what, because there are also other people who are very toxic who actually desire peaks and valleys constantly and like actually even like create valleys like create negative you know because they need they need to feel something and that's like i don't want to be associated with that types of those types of people you're getting heavy i know but i think that what you're saying is and i agree with this is that we actually choose a certain type of a lifestyle that allows us to really practice this Hmm. practice the failures and the wins and that that constant I mean, I think at our age, I mean, we're trying to basically continue a lifestyle that most people usually try to have when they're like in college or just after college, right? And so not that we're trying to be like, you know, undergrads or anything like that. It's just the the fact that when when you're young, there's so much ahead of you. There's always so much ahead of you, but there seems to be less barriers of like, okay, now I have this responsibility, this, and as you get older, you have more you know, barriers or blockades that come up and that kind of like restrict you into some sort of a comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I have these, these responsibilities. There's no way I could ever give this mortgage up or there's no way I could ever quit this job or there's no way, even though you want to. Mm. For us, we've been trying to let go and make sure that we are not restricted by a lot of those things mm. so that we can, yes, pursue these bigger goals, these bigger dreams that are very much you know, seemingly out of reach for a lot of people. Hmm. Um, they seem out of reach to us, but we're still continuing to pursue them. And so in that pursuit, we do practice. It's just like anything. Like if you were to practice basketball every freaking day, yeah. it's kind of like that. It's like getting comfortable with the unknown and still trying to work through it, still yeah. trying to progress through Manage it. Manage through those lows. Yeah. They're not, sometimes they're rough. Well, I mean, and, and, and I think one example, one really great example is when we were living in Nicaragua, we were living in Laguna de Apoyo and I got dengue. We were really on, very scary. we were, we were really hitting it hard. We hadn't come up with the products yet. We thought that we maybe knew it. And then we had this opportunity to work at a hostel in Laguna de Apoyo, which is a jungle area in Nicaragua. Beautiful, amazing, amazing place. And so we did um, do that for just, it was just a three month thing. But yeah. in those three months, 
I mean, we were we were pretty busy. Like, yeah, we had we a whole we had busy. a whole staff ma- you know, that we had to manage. We had to yeah. like check people in and out and stuff like that. And we were still doing the blog every single day. But then I got dengue. No, yeah. I, I I can't tell you. We had heard about dengue. We had heard that people around the area had gotten it. We had the mosquito spray. We didn't sleep with a mosquito net or anything like that. But like, I never would have thought that it's a it was a random thing. Not a single guest that we had the entire time ever got dengue. Yeah. Like, and so then I got it. Boom, hit hard. So uncertain. Everything changed when I got better. We both kind of took that. That was something I couldn't predict. Yes, I could have probably maybe put more mosquito spray. Yes, maybe I could have done a mosquito net you could that have I was not sleeping been in. There could too. have not been in the location. But like, why? Since when do I ever let like one little mosquito like prevent me from actually experiencing a place? Well, right. That's like something that we <laughs> that's both diluted. One little mosquito. Well, that's all it took was well, one mosquito. Well, 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 you could just re- you could phrase it as. What am I not going to let a disease that kills a lot of people prevent me from going to a place? Yeah, but <laughs> hear me out. This That moment, though, taught us a lot. It taught us, okay, what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. So mm-hmm. right after I got better, you know, any t- time you have like some close encounter with death or a really bad illness, I think it really, you, when you come out of it, you're like, okay, it kind of clarifies things, yeah. right? Let's get Whoa. to this. Whoa. But another thing it did is it also reminded us don't take lightly a virus. If someone, if mm. people are saying, hey, I have cousins who have died from this, like, please take this seriously. We're like, eh, whatever. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. And when this pandemic hit and people were like, no, like, I don't believe this. It's like, what? The, you really think you're immune to this? Just wait until it happens because it happened to me. And I was, uh, that was one of the scariest moments of my whole life. Yeah. Completely. There's still not a vaccine for that. There's still not a vaccine for dengue. There's nothing I could have done to get better other than just hope that I got the least, right. you know, um, horrible strand and that I could survive and not be so dehydrated. Right. So mm-hmm. that those, those things are lessons. Like think about those two lessons though, that I would never have thought that dengue just getting that would have taught me how important, you know, one should take a virus, like mm-hmm. a viral pandemic. You or, need to take that pretty seriously. Or I think the biggest lesson at the time was how delicate life is and how you got to go for your dreams immediately. A hundred percent. That was the biggest lesson that we took away from that. Yeah, I know it sounds morbid, but death really does have a great way of clarifying and reminding one what exactly you want to do and to just motivate you to actually do it. And so when something like that, that's like the ultimate, I wouldn't say it's a failure. I mean, Mm -hmm. how could I like, I'm grateful. I guess it is a failure in a weird way. In a weird way, yeah. So it depends on how you're viewing it because I guess what maybe what you're alluding to is failures and wins. That's saying that it was in your control. And if it's something that we're perceiving as out of our control, then perhaps the term shouldn't be failure or win because those are associated with like games and competition. Yeah. But you know, I do think that the external does have a lot of influence, a lot more influence than we would even like to admit honestly on the amount of failures or wins that happens. Like when I'm saying, you know, the shipment came or it didn't like that could have happened because there was a random snowstorm in this area and Mm -hmm. that's what prevented it from coming in on the time that I needed it. Right. Right, So I just think that with the wins, yeah, pretty much you can expect there's going to be failures after that, but you can probably expect there will probably also be wins as well. You just got to keep on pushing through. Like I think that the the truth is, it's like, that's what we're really practicing right now. That's what we're trying to get our 10,000 hours in Mm. is that, you know, the more we do this, the more we are comfortable in this environment. Yeah, or in any environment. In at, any environment. On planet Earth, at least, at this point. Yeah, but I think, like, just <laughs> trying things. We're yeah. not We're not going to stop trying 
things. I'm not yeah. going to just stop and start working for someone because I need security. Like no, I just, there's, there's got to be a bigger reason. Yeah. I think that the, the entrepreneurial path requires one to accept the failures and the wins and to know that like they both have to coexist in order for right. them to exist in, mm. in general. Well said. So I'm going to ask you a question and I'm, I'm very excited to hear your answer. And this is fully your opinion. Obviously this has just been a conversation. Yeah. Do you think that in life, there's an equal amount of wins to failure for us or for you? Or do you think there's more wins than failures or more failures than wins? I can eliminate mm. the last one. You're not going to say more failures than wins. No. But just quantity. I'm not saying the feelings associated with them because one could argue there's just as many failures as wins, but the wins, the feeling is what keeps me going. Or you could say, no, there's more wins than failures and so the feeling's the same or however you want to answer mm. yeah i think uh, i think if you're trying this is for your your for your life yeah. yeah i think that if you're really trying um working hard and you're keeping in mind your core values and your yeah your core values as your compass and you're working hard mm -hmm. i believe that one will come out of life with more wins than failures. Okay. But That's good. those wins would not exist without all the failures. Yes. I think that there's, yeah, it's no, no one ever just has gets W's and is undefeated for, for their whole entire life. Right. I mean, even Floyd money Mayweather 50 he definitely had, he got punched quite a bit, you know, and yeah. he had, he had his own personal failures too. So everyone has to experience some form of failure in order yeah. to get all the wins, you know? True. And so, you would say that for you specific with looking at your life right now and looking towards the future, you view more wins than failures. Yeah, I guess. I think, I think that's a good way. I mean, what, it's either that or the quality of those wins are what push you forward or else you wouldn't keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if it was equal, then why would you keep pushing if all you're getting is the same result? True. Wins and failures. What about and you? I would say... Both, I would say the feeling and associated with the wins outweighs the, the failures um, consistently. And the quantity of wins to failure ratio is more W's than, than fails. Yeah. It might, it, but I do think that the win failure ratio is actually really, really close. But it, I'm gonna, I, I think to push me forward, I have to say maybe, like I'm, I'm talking really close, like if we're doing 100 wins, or 100 total experiences, I would go 48 failures to 52 wins. And so it's like extremely close. But the most important factor that keeps me going is if you add up all the positive feelings associated with those 52 wins, they're going to be 20 times stronger than the negative feelings that come from the 48 failures. Yeah. Did you follow that? Yep. I agree. I think also one thing to just throw into your little equation is that in hindsight, those failures actually don't feel as bad as they, as they did at right. the moment. And that actually you can find silver linings in failures all the time. So mm -hmm. actually failures can eventually have positive feelings. Yeah. That's a good point to make actually. I mean, for me, that's the only way I can keep going. I mean, sometimes this, this world gets bumpy, but I have to believe that there's a bigger opportunity at the end and there is no end i mean there's a bigger opportunity around the corner there is a win coming on up 
and sometimes they're just the most amazing moments of joy. I've had many moments, not many, but sometimes, you know, you're just having like a moment of reflection and it might not be saying it doesn't get better than this, but like it might be saying like one that I had fairly recently was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. We freaking did it. Like, did this really just happen? Like those types of moments. And those are the moments that I, I will endure those difficult moments to get to experience those amazing, wonderful, emotionally packed moments of, wow, yeah. this is life at its fullest. And that's when I feel most alive too. I love that. Yeah, I agree. Those That is certainly when we're most alive. But I also think it's, re- it's so, so, so important to remember also on the macro level, Bring we already won the lottery ticket. Like how mm. lucky are we actually in life right now? Like if you look, if it, if I, if I died tonight, I won. I feel like I already won. I feel like I did Don't a great, do that. I know, no, 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 <laughs> obviously not. I'm just saying like, I, I just feel like it's important to remember that life is actually not that bad. Even if you have failures, you mm-hmm. know, absolutely. Like people come and go in your life. Things happen. Failures happen. Wins happen. But on the overall school scoreboard, mm-hmm. you know what? Life is that you being here is a miracle in of itself. Yeah. Right. And us finding love is a miracle. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I think that there's like a lot of things that in life where you got to just reflect and remember you are winning regardless yeah. of the failures, R- regardless of the score, regardless of the scoreboard. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was well said. Right. That was a beautiful conclusion. I'm not now making sense of it. You know, you're the, you're playing professional baseball. It's okay if this, if you're not winning that baseball game, you know, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. There. No one really cares what the scoreboard of every single game was. Yeah. All that matters is the season and what you end yeah. up winning. The bigger picture of Big life. Picture. Yeah. Beautifully stated, my love. Well, I think that you definitely dropped some little bombs in my brain. So did you and mine. Hopefully we inspired, motivated a few people to go out there, go after your dreams. The failures are worth it because you can get that W. I appreciate you all listening. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.